Hi, my name's Aaron Brown, and uh, I just wanted to talk about it. Alright guys, thanks for uh, tuning in to the second episode of my new podcast. Um, the first episode got a lot of good feedback, good positive feedback, and uh, yeah, um, here we are. So today, I just want to talk about um, my... Okay, people call me a germaphobe, but I don't think that's it. I am what I like to call germ-cautious. And what that entails is that I'm not like a weirdo about it. I'm just cautious. So like, I don't drink after anybody. I don't like being handed food. I hate being handed food. So like, you know when you're like little... And your family goes on vacation, and they just buy one soda for everybody, and they say, hey, you're all going to share of this one. Nope. Never. Never did that. I hated that so much. I hated drinking after anybody in my family, any strangers, anything like that. I just, I despise it to this day. I will not, like, I'm getting better about it. I am. There's progress there, but I still don't drink after, like, just anyone. Like, even my family, I still don't drink after. Um, there's a funny story. There was one time where I drank after somebody, and it was at this youth conference. And this really cute girl that went to a different church uh, was drinking this, it was like a dreamsicle type thing. And she goes, hey, you want to try this? It's really good. And I said, no, it's okay. And she goes, what? You're not one of those weirdos that don't like drink after people, are you? And I said, no. You know, like a liar. And I snagged it out of her hand, drank a whole bunch of it, handed it back, and said, that's delicious. And uh, I went away regretting it every single day of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's because, like, when I was younger, um, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, really bad about it, but I was low-key one of those kids that, like, if he heard about a sickness or he heard some kind of disease or something... I thought I had it, and I never talk about this, I never told anybody about this, but I would have that issue where, you know, someone would say, you know, some kind of, like, major, like, honestly, like, tumors and stuff, like, people would talk about it, and, like, I would have, like, a little hurt in my leg, and I'd be like, oh, that's it, this is it for me, curtains, and, yeah, I really struggled with that, so, like, that was the, with drinking after people, I thought somehow I was gonna get some kind of disease or some kind of, I mean, you still can, like, that's a thing. But, you know, it's not as common as, you know, I thought it was. Yeah, it's funny. When I was younger, I always just was scared. Like, these weird phenomenons would happen to me. So I've never told anybody this. And I guess this is the best time as any to tell anyone, you know, tell all of you about it. Um, so when I was younger, I would never, ever, ever sleep on my right side. Because I was scared that in my sleep, my heart was going to fall from my left side to my right side. And I refused to do it. And to this day, I still will not sleep on my right side. Obviously not because of that issue. Like, that's ridiculous to think. Um, but, I like, I, it's not comfortable to me. Like, my body, like, like muscle memory is like, we can't sleep on our right side. So I, I think that's interesting to talk about. Um, yeah, so sleeping on your right side. Makes your heart fall. Little Dr. Aaron Brown when he was six years old. Probably not the best advice, but you know.
I want to thank you all for listening again, by the way, because I didn't think this many people was going to listen to this ridiculous nonsense. Uh, within the first few hours of me posting the first episode, I got 40 listeners. And I know that doesn't sound like that much, but when I thought it was just going to be like five people, 40 is a pretty good number. So I appreciate all of uh, everyone's feedback and their support in this. It's turning out you know, really well. I really thank you guys for doing that. I think as the the podcast grows, these episodes will get longer. But for now, I don't really know how to make a very long and interesting episode for you all. Because, see, where I started this was on my Snapchat. And Snapchat, you can just do these quick little punchlines, you know, quick zoom to the eye. It's It's funny. But here, I'm just just by myself. I'm not really feeding off of anything. I'm not really feeding off anybody. So it's hard to talk about stuff on a show called I Just Wanted to Talk About It. So bear with me for the first few episodes while I kind of figure out the formatting and everything like that. Um, I'm going to get better, hopefully. (laughs) So uh, yeah, for now, just again, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. So uh, I'm going to Disney this month, and I just wanted to talk about the last time I went to Orlando. Well, more specifically, the last time I went to Disney. So last summer, um, my family, my extended family, some of my cousins and stuff were going to Disney. And I thought it would be fun if I flew down there and joined them. So I found this really um, shady uh, air service. It's called Silver Airlines. It is the only direct flight out of Pensacola Airport to uh, the Orlando International Airport. And... I think the ticket was like a hundred and like hundred twenty dollars. So I get on this. Pl- so first of all, uh, it's a really rainy day. It's this really stormy day. Uh, the re- I read the reviews on the uh, the airline, and they're kind of iffy. But you know, for it's one hundred twenty bucks direct flight. It's only an hour flight. I can last up to an hour. And also, my thing was, um, you know, people have to survive the flight to leave reviews. So we're good. So it was a really stormy day. And we get to the airport. Uh, my mom takes me to the airport. She waits a little bit with me because we're a little early. So then I finally go through the long line to get to the um, security check. And I walk up to the security check. And the lady was just like, no. And I said, what? And she was just like, um, she's like, "You could, I could let you pass, but you're going to be there a while. So I'm just not going to let you go because your flight is delayed anyway. So so this lady just won't let me in. Not because I can't go in. It's just because she wants me just not to go in because she thinks my flight is still delayed. Even though we had just talked to the actual airline that had told me, yes, it was delayed, but it would be there soon. But this lady was straight up saying, oh, your flight may be getting here today, but it doesn't look likely. So I wait at the airport for another hour with my mom. Then I wait for that crazy lady to leave the desk. And this other Asian lady came up and I booked it over there, quickly got in. And, uh, the TSA agent, I was taking off all my stuff. I put like, I had a ring on. I went to put that in the thing and he was like, no. And I was like, what? He's never take off jewelry at airport. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know the TSA rules. 
uh, well, that's better than my first time at that Pensacola TSA, let me tell you. So the previous summer before that, I went to California, right? And I forgot, I know, rookie mistake, first time flying, I forgot to take my laptop out of my bag. So the TSA agent is feeling me all up and down, trying to see if I had a bomb up my, my anus, and he's feeling me up, and then my brother's like, hey, uh, can we kind of like not speed this up, but we're going to be late to our flight. And the guy was like, hmm, what time's your flight? And the guy stops and tries to calculate how we're not going to be late instead of just like finishing up on me. (laughs) And it's a weird way to say it. Uh, Instead of finishing up and um, letting us go to the flight. So we run all the way down to our flight and make it just in time because this TSA agent wanted to feel me up. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. So the guy is like, don't take off your jewelry. And I was like, all right, man. So um, I go over there. The airport's dead. It's a Sunday afternoon. I go and sit there. The flight is delayed like three hours. And my cousin David is supposed to pick me up at the airport. So I I just feel awful because I'm already staying with them. And I'm like putting them out of their, uh, their way already, coming to get me and staying at their place. So anyway, it just keeps getting later and later. Finally, we get on the plane, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty shady flight. It's it's pretty small. Um, the it's not like regular turbines like you see on like planes. Like they're legit just propeller turbines, and that made like crazy noises. It was like a scene out of Indiana Jones, which was awesome. But that's neither here nor there. So uh, I get there. I there's no there's no direction because the the flight is so small. They're just kind of like, yep, yeah, the airport's that way. But didn't say, oh, here, go get your luggage here, go get your luggage here. The, the only thing there was is when I get off was getting off the plane was this really tiny sign that was like, your luggage is here. But it's really late at this point, and I guess I read it wrong because I booked it all across that airport, and I went down this huge line of luggage and then realized I was on the wrong side. So then I ran all the way across the other side of the airport, and I didn't even get to see Orlando International Airport, and I was really excited to see it, but I didn't get to see it because I was running at, um, you know, 1 a.m. through this airport. So anyway, um, that was just getting there. So I don't really remember any interesting stories from just the next few days, but one story specifically that stands out from that trip. So we go to Animal Kingdom, right? And, um, if you don't know, Disney parks now have you go through like airport security checks, like very, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing, but like way slimmed down. So anyway, uh, just metal detectors and stuff. So we go into the park, uh, three of us make it through, but the other two are waiting behind this dude that's in line still. And the guy comes through and the go, the thing goes, flashes red. And security walks over, and they're talking to the guy, and they won't let him in because he has this gigantic box cutter on him. Why does he need a box cutter for Disney's Animal Kingdom? Who knows? So Disney security is like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, you can't bring a box cutter in here, like, that's a blade, yay. And this guy has this, he's like, he has this giant belt buckle, boots on, but like, why do you have a box cutter? Anyway. So then the other um, security guy says the other one, he's like, hey, he's wanting to know if we can just take out the box cutter, like the blade, and he can keep his box cutter. And he was like, no, like he doesn't need a box cutter. Like he's either going to have to take it out of the park or we have to confiscate it. 
So this guy is holding up the entire line because he wants his favorite box cutter. He didn't say it was his favorite box cutter, but like he would not leave. It was ridiculous. Uh, people are so weird. I don't understand sometimes. Okay, so I know this is so incredibly random, but the king cake, the baby in the king cake, I could, I, I've gone almost 20 years now thinking that, I don't know who told me this, but I always thought the baby in the king cake was supposed to be baby Jesus. I don't know where that got started, who told me that, but I'm pissed and I just keep saying that it's baby Jesus, even though I know it's not baby Jesus. I don't, I don't understand what the baby's for. If someone would explain it to me, I'd love it. Because I don't want to Google it. I don't want my, like, my dreams being crushed. But I could swear that that baby is baby Jesus. And literally, I, again, this is the most random thing, but I just wanted to talk about it. Literally, I don't understand. And then like on the bottom of the baby, there's like a little hole. I always think it's the butthole. I don't understand who is making these cakes, but I need answers. Please, if anyone can give it to me, Please call me at... I should probably not give out my number like that. It's fine. Just please, God, somebody tell me, is it baby Jesus or not? And if it's not, I want to know who has been lying to me this whole time. I don't understand. That's like my friend Zane. My friend Zane, his entire life, people had told him, or people just never corrected him. He thought a trampoline was called a jumpoline. And then one day someone said trampoline and he tried to correct us with the word jumpoline and we had to correct him because that's ridiculous. That was like the other night. Um, so for those of you that have not been living under a rock, you know that the Jonas Brothers have made a comeback. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And um, the other night Trevor was over here and we were talking about the song Burning Up and I thought until you know, the few nights ago that the line was keep on jumping rope, mow and mow. I did not know it was stop, drop and row. And I feel ridiculous. I think like that makes so much more sense because they're burning up. But I thought the line was stop. I thought the line was keep on jumping rope. I don't know where I got that. Again, it's one of those things with me. Oh, boy. Oh, weird thing. Somebody called today, called work, and I uh, answered the phone. I'm like, hey, thank you for choosing Chick-fil-A Navy Boulevard. This is Aaron. How may I serve you today? See how official that sounds? Um, so I answered the phone, and they went, yeah, hi. I just want to make sure that you're still open today. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're still open. And they were like, okay, bye. And I don't really understand. Like, it's not a holiday. It's a Monday I didn't know if there was some kind of tragedy or some kind of, like, bomb that went off that I didn't know about, but it was kind of unsettling. So, there's that. So, speaking of work, um, I thought of a story just now that that happened around the same time as the box cutter story. That's the only reason I think about it. So, one day, this lady came through, and she dropped her credit card in the floor of her car. And she asked me to climb into her car and pick it up for her. If that's not the, like, most second-mile service thing I've ever heard, I don't know why. I could have been murdered in there. But I still got that woman's card, and she paid for that food, dang it. 
I don't, I do not miss working outside every single day. Like it's, it was ridiculous. The stuff I did. Um, there's one story that my, um, my hairstylist loves. He loves it so much. Uh, shout out to Muse Hair Salon downtown, Jacob Head. Go see him. I love going to get my hair cut at Jacob's because it's not it's not because he does a wonderful job with my hair. Obviously, that's a given. But Jacob loves hearing my work stories, and then he tells his other clients. And there's two stories that he loves specifically. The one story is the wedding story, uh, the story of me at Bella's wedding. And then the second story he loves is... Um, one day I was outside on my cash box and we had someone taking orders that wasn't very good at their job (laughs) and got names wrong all the time. This was like a consistent thing that day. He just was not getting the names right. So case in point, when I had the last straw, uh, this guy came around and I feel like it had some kind of weird name on it. It was like Steven or something like that. It was something way wrong. So the guy pulls up, and I was like, let's say Steven. And he goes, no. And I said, can I have a name, please? And he said, huh? And I said, can I have a name, please? And he said, huh? And we went back and forth for at least a minute. And then I asked again. I said, sir, can I have a name, please? Because I thought he couldn't hear me. And he goes, hung? And then I realized his last name was Hung. And every single time he comes through now, I'm like, I know his name because I was so embarrassed because I I thought he was just going, huh, <laughs> the whole time. And I feel terrible. And I told the next guest that, too. I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought his name was something else. And I thought he was saying, huh, but he said hung and I'm the worst person alive. It's always really hard um, when you're outside dealing with that many people. Um, because you're not really, you're kind of, you kind of get in the groove of it and you kind of get in this rhythm, but if someone interrupts the rhythm, you're kind of thrown off completely and it could be totally wrong. So sometimes at the wrong moment, you'll call, you know, a ma'am, a sir or a sir, a ma'am. And it's the most awkward thing ever. Probably my worst experience with this was this really, really important day. I forget what it was for. Uh, I think it was probably receipt day. We had a promotion going where if you brought in the same receipt from a certain date, you get the entire meal for free. Crazy, right? Um, So the boss was out there. The owner was out there with me. And this dude comes through with this stupid long haircut. He looked like a chick. And I forgot what the name was. It was something that was like, hmm, let's just say Thomas. And it was like, Hi, Miss Thomas, because I thought it was like a last name. Nope. He goes, yeah, that's me. And I was like, and his girlfriend or whatever was in the the passenger seat just laughing it up. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, sir. Uh, I, for, I the always, always what I say is because I have sunglasses on. I'm like, oh, I didn't look up because they can't tell. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my uh, excuse that I use. So about five cars pass. And the boss looks at me and goes, that awkward moment when you call a guy, a lady, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know if these are going to be 
these podcasts are going to be released on certain days or if it's kind of a spur of the moment thing. I, again, still don't know the format, still don't know the schedule, but for now, just bear with me. Enjoy these random stories that you're asking for because somebody's got to listen to them or else I'm just kind of sitting here talking to myself, which is fun, I guess, but you know. So again, thanks for tuning in and yeah, tune in next time where you can hear me say, I'm Aaron Brown and you're not.